When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you like me and thought one day, I want to start a podcast? Well, it's easy. All you do is go to Anchor FM and sign up for free. Then all you do is you can record from your computer or your phone. And next thing you know, all you do is upload your episode. And then like magic, Anchor just goes and releases it everywhere to Apple, to Spotify. You name it, it releases it there. It's easy, it's simple, it's fun to use, and like me, I'm not very technical-oriented. Again, easy. Not like the rapper, but it's easy, if you get what I mean. So again, go to Anchor FM, sign up, and uh, start being a content or podcast creator today. such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. Welcome to My Third Eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to My Third Eye. I was such a weak dude. Like, if you could have seen me back then, you know, I mean, crying, please give me $10, like that type of shit. Like, oh man, you know, yeah. that's, it's a very common theme for the heroin addicts. 
Yeah. It just, it weakens and your morale. And I mean, totally the morale is out the window. You know, you do shit you could never think of before. And yeah, it's, it's a different demon, man, for sure. I agree. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of My Third Eye. On this episode, I bring to you an up-and-coming independent hip-hop artist, Nosi. Um, on this episode, we we get a little personal. Uh, we talk uh, a lot about the hip-hop game and a lot about uh, recovery. And once you uh, sit down and listen to this episode, which kind of struck me as a little 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 close to home and you'll hear that in the episode you you will find that this man gives two middle fingers to his addiction and the music he puts out i cannot i cannot tell you enough i mean if if you're a fan of tom mcdonald or, or any of those you're gonna like nosy um I, I i message him i talk with him almost on a daily basis and I tell him, dude, can, can you actually put out a song that, that sucks? Because every song that he puts out is awesome. So enjoy this episode. Uh, it, like I said, it, it's a little personal for me. And um, I hope it's a little personal for, for someone that is listening that, that might need that, that little extra bit of help. So having said that, um, let's get on to housekeeping, and that's where Kelly Fitzchizzle comes in. So do not forget, I say it all the time, do not forget to go and get your curcumin. Um, Kelly Fitzchizzle on Instagram. Uh, I put all her links in the show notes. Um, you know, Kelly Joy Wellness. Curcumin has helped me and my wife in, and, and some of my friends in the podcast game uh, tremendously and other friends, uh, not just in the podcast game. So, you know, every, everything that, that we know of that consists of, you know, dis-ease comes from inflammation. So having said that, this kicks inflammation's ass right, right square in the balls, if, if you know what I mean. So, you know, go do that. And uh, don't forget to go to Spotify. Look up Nosy and check out all his work. Uh, he's also on YouTube. And I'll, I'll put all his links in, in the show notes as well. And having said that, come on, peeps. Five bucks. Five bucks. That's all I'm asking. Five bucks. For a whole month, you get five plus hours of Talk at the Tavern um, I, I, on Patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast like come on go over to the patreon you know i'm not asking for much i know money's tight you know producing these these longer episodes i have older equipment and what have you and you know for a five hour episode you know at the end of the day it takes almost four hours to produce good quality and all i'm asking is for five dollars you know uh Patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast. You know, go there, show me some love. Chris, uh, you're my first Patreon. Got to give some shout out to, to you, my friend. And uh, I'll be putting more more content under that $5 tier as well. Not just talk at the top. But um, having said that, also go to YouTube. Give me some uh, subs. 
you know, like and subscribe. You know, let's grow that YouTube channel. Uh, I I reached out to a friend. He's going to help me with some some video stuff, so the the video quality will get a little bit better. And you know, let's grow it together. I don't even care if you you watch it. It just just subscribe. Just do me a favor and subscribe. And go to iTunes and Spotify. Give me a five star rating and review, and tell a friend if you like this episode. Share it. Tell a friend, and don't forget to go to Dangerous World uh, Podcast YouTube. You know, like and subscribe to him. You know, he's been a big help in in getting me off the ground and uh, showing me where to go, and and he's just an all around good guy over there uh, at Dangerous World Podcast, uh, which is Ryan D. So, having said that, y'all know where to get a hold of me if you have anything anything i don't care what the topic is get a hold of me just get a hold of me my third ipod at gmail.com instagram my third ipodcast um other than that you can find me on other socials uh discord what have you uh but yeah get a hold of me and, and enjoy the episode Wake up, wake up, we got apocalypse upon us. Pour it in your coffee cup and start to stir it with your stirring stick. I live in this place with words, you never heard of it, I'm flourishing. Their fallacies and ideas are thicker than the syrup is. But my pen will tell a different tale that's coming of age. I'm drinking in this information fortifying every page. Hearing actors preaching peace to get the audience's praise. And then Smith had the will to get Chris rocked on stage. Is it conspiracy or genuine? I want someone to say it. Rant and raving in a fury of rage, but either way, when you're on the main stage, you really can't recant the statement. Overthinking anything when everything is really basic. Gut is churning when I'm pacing, ground from underneath is shaking. Is it new Schwabenland or hollow earth? Must be something of that nature, or it's one too many bulls I rip that make me feel in danger. Head rush. Pull me to the floor the way I spin in this dimension But when I'm done the hunger pulls me back Addiction got its grips in Me, I'm high so I'm not flinching See, no you can't see us Trap house dank We pull the shutters closed again Between the lines we're sniffing thick And taking turns around this podium From the start they planted seeds Like Disney, Fox, and Nickelodeon They've been channeling our thoughts remotely No one really noticed them until you groan and shit starts clicking off the mission is approaching in the middle in a few we see the system needs exposing from the pineal it's our view this third eye vision that i'm holding gonna take me where i'm going penetrate what isn't open all that is is interwoven i want the power to shake shit and shift shape tap into pineal eye without a mistake we have the power to live right and get straight but they found a way to remove this they bitch made Hey, keep on calcifying glands with your flow ride while I flow ride the valor of rhyme. I'm flying high by the seat of my pants. A beat speaking to me, know I'm talking back every chance. Hoping one day I make it overseas or to France. But in the Northwest, I trip without a traveling band. Yeah. And that's word to my cat plug. I'm higher than giraffe puss. Look what the cat drug in. Now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub. At midnight, I don't fill it up with the tap cup. Soaking in my cannabis suds. Anything for a buzz. Reclaim my residue inside of a dad. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of My Third Eye. Uh, today, I have a very special guest on. I came across, um, I heard him on a podcast, started following him on Instagram. Uh, he goes by Nosi. He is an independent rapper, and he has a very unique story um, of battling addictions 
and overcoming them. Uh, this episode kind of hit a little closer to home for me. Um, I, I had someone in, in my personal family life, um, my, my oldest stepson, went, went through some similar um, things with, with drug addiction and has now since cleaned his act up and, and is doing really good things. So I hope you guys get some benefit. And if there is somebody out there struggling, you know, don't ever feel like you can't reach out to anybody because at the drop of a dime, no matter who you think hates you, they want to help you and want to see you do good. So on that note, I give you no see. How you guys doing, man? Thanks for having me, Ghost. Happy to be here. Thanks. So Heck uh, yeah, man. Let people know where they can get a hold of you. Like if you want people to follow you on Instagram, let them know, you know, if you have yeah, you know, whatever, um, you plug all Instagram. your stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Instagram handle would be just underscore no see, K-N-O-W-S-E-E. Um, I, my artist handle is no C and it's funny. It's the third eye podcast. It's kind of, you know, touching on that. Cause my name, my last name really is no C, but it's spelled N O C E. And then I try to, you know, tap in on some of the higher consciousness shit. So I was like, that's a good way to, cause all through sports and stuff, when I was younger, everyone called me by my last name. Hey, no C, you know? So I was like, damn, that would just transpire really well into the music, you know, but I spell it different. No C, you know? Right. So, uh, yeah, that's how that originated but um yeah so uh instagram is underscore no c and then um youtube you could just type in no c as well and then on any streaming platform where you listen to music no c k-n-o-w-s-e-e and i'm there i I tell you what i've been digging your music and and i was going back last night i i didn't have any interviews and didn't really have nothing to do you know i'm just kind of chilling and uh i was going back through your week by week um performance oh, yeah. I had on Instagram. I was like, man, this is pretty neat. And, you know, and some of your um, other uh, songs that you have, you know, a couple other artists on with you and what have you. So it's, you're doing a good job, man. Yeah. I, 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 I hope you blow the hell up because you deserve Dude, thank it. You so much. Yeah. It's, it's, I appreciate that. I mean, I know everyone and their mother's trying to make music, you know, and especially with the internet now it's really saturated, but uh, I feel like I kind of have a different angle and, you know, I just believe in consistency. It's like, if you just keep pushing, you know, uh, that's why I kind of did that. You know, it's like a backlog. Like there's like this fifth season theory, you know, like no one really heard about, at least me, I didn't hear about breaking bad until it was on like the fifth season. Then I went yeah. back and like, this shit out. You know what I mean? So it's like someone catches wind of me through one song. They can go back to that catalog and see all this stuff I've had piled up, you know? So, yeah. Uh, and it just keeps my brain working, keeps me evolving as an artist. So just try to push myself. Do you have any, uh, any up and coming new songs or anything that you're working on? Yeah. So I just dropped it, that four track EP dirt bag. I don't know if you saw that just, you know, all in the premise of back in the using days. And then, uh, so I'm going to do that as like a series project. So dirt bag two, I just finished writing it. That's eight tracks. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to drop that. Yep. I'm going to drop that next month. I have a collaboration project with my friend, Sonny Darko from California. Um, we have a group called the comeback kids cause he shares a similar past as, uh, as me. So we, you know, we rap on, you know, making it out of the dark side pretty much. So we got a project called Controlled by Chaos dropping. Um, it's ready. It should probably be out in the next several months. We don't have a release date for that, but yeah, man. And then I have another project called Half Draft. That's like a nine track project. I'm going to drop that probably beginning of summer. And that's another solo one. That's Definitely awesome. a lot coming up. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever thought about reaching out to like someone like Tom McDonald or, uh, you know, I, Alan yeah. or Adam Calhoun or anything like that? 
it's funny you mentioned his name, man. Like I've several of my co, cause I'm a carpenter, you know, I'm, I'm out in the trades and the field and stuff. And so all my construction buddies, they're, they're all, you know, aware of those guys. And they say the same thing to me. They're like, dude, you're Tom, Tom McDonald. He had the same thing. You know, he was grinding and posting videos and then blew up. And I don't think, I just don't have the marketing figured out. And it then of hard. course, yeah, it is. And I've never tried to reach out to them, you know, in your head, you're like, they're never going to hear me or answer me, but you never know, man. I mean, I'll, I'll you know, you send an email, you know, I, I, and I'll be honest, you know, people are going to hear it here first. I don't expect anything to ever come back, but I did email Tom McDonald and be like, Hey, do you want to come on my show? This, that, and the third, you know, I haven't heard nothing, but you know what? At the end of the day, I did my part, you know, cause if I wouldn't yeah, send no. that, it, I would have never got an answer to begin with. So if it comes back, no, or nothing, then, oh, well, you know, I did it. Dude, and it could years from now. Like I was listening to No Jumper podcast. He had someone on. He's like, I've been trying to reach out to you for five years. You've left me on red. He's like, what? He's like, I never saw that message. You know, it's like, what? Right. I mean, you never happens. But yeah, he, he'll he be on, dude. You'll yeah. manifest it. Oh, absolutely. And that's that's the, the style of this this podcast that I do. You know, I told you, I, I don't go in with pre-planned questions. I just let, you know, the conversation go where it goes because I'm a firm believer, whatever comes out is what was meant to come out at that time. You know what I mean? Because, and you what? can always go back and listen and be like, oh, I should ask this. Or why didn't I ask that when he, when he mentioned it? And it's like, it, it wasn't meant to be, you know what I mean? And maybe, you know, maybe it sets it up for a second or a third interview. Who, who knows? But, you know. That's so funny you say that, dude. And then. I mean, this is it all working in full effect right here, but I, I'm not even just bullshitting you. Uh, I was thinking something similar because I've been on like four podcasts probably. And every one I try to like bullet bullet point shit out. You know what I mean? Just be super prepared. And I've had a couple of times on them where I'm overthinking what I want to talk about so much. I just draw a blank. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, fuck, just let it flow. It, it comes out better. Exactly. So yeah, I thought on this one, I'm like, dude, I'm just going to talk. Like, what do I got to, nothing to be nervous about. Like we're just bullshitting. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, shit, my first few interviews, man, I was nervous as hell, you know, because you sit here and okay, yeah, we're doing zoom, but in the back of your mind, you're like, well, it, this is ultimately going out to the world. And, and you think that people are watching you right at that moment. And then you finally, after a while, you, you get your nerves calmed down and, and, and you get comfortable being behind a, you know, a mic, even similar to, you know, you getting up on stage and, and probably performing for the first time for a crowd. I had to be nervous is uh, all hell. You know what I mean? And you know, you slowly overcome it, it and it, 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 then you, you feed off that energy. It's a trip. And that's the third eye in full effect right there, bro. I mean, just, I just performed last week and I'm sitting there in the crowd before my set, you know, I'm watching the guy before me and I'm like, I have anxiety just thinking like, fuck, like, am I going to, am I going to forget my set? Cause I'm hearing all this extra music right now, all this overlapping shit, you know, it's like, I I'm trying to rehearse my words, but I can't with all the background noise. So it's like, you get this anxiety, like, am I going to get up there and forget how it starts? But dude, you get up there and it's just, you're there, you know, it's just fun. It's good. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah that's one thing I give anybody that's in the music game, um, whether it's rap, rock, hip hop, R&B, whatever the case it is. It's like, you know, they get up there and they perform these songs. And it's like, okay, I may be a fan of your music and have your albums, but how do you remember every song and set the way it's supposed to go? And, and hardly any ever, ever have hiccups. You know what I mean? And if they do, they're so small that m they notice it, but fans don't, you know what I mean? But, you know, I, I just, I never had that mental capacity to, to memorize like that, but I also don't write music. And, and I think that's probably a big part of how you guys remember is because you do spend a lot of time writing it 
you're scratching something out, rewriting it, memory, you know, and, and during that you're, you're, yeah. you're ultimately memorizing it. So it's a very, uh, obsessive craft for sure. Yeah. So what, got, it's you, good. what got you started in, into rapping? Huh? What got you started into, uh, wanting to lay some, some raps out? Oh, so that's, so that's funny. That's what I was just getting to. It's, it's, it is trans it's transferred into my addiction now. You know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, I've always been a huge music fanatic and hip hop head. I love writing hip hop, but honestly, it's funny, dude. I'm so weird. Like I'm listening to Van Morrison all day at work and eighties rock and, you know, nineties alternative shit, freaking toadies, Nirvana. Like, I mean, I, all, all that old nostalgic shit, you know what I yeah. mean? Third, like that's all the shit I'm listening to all the time, but I mean, and old school hip hop, but I just love music, man. I just love what I feel. You know what I mean? And, uh, I've always been into writing poems and stuff. I've always kind of been the, the deeper kid like that. Like sixth grade, my first crushes, I was writing them poems and shit. And then, uh, I don't know, man. I just, I got into oxys in high school hard, you know, that transferred. That was like fucking early two thousands when like all those like counterfeit, uh, pharmacies were out. Like everybody could just, you could, I could go in there as a high schooler and be like, my knees messed up and they'd write me a script for oxys. You know what I mean? So all my buddies were selling them. I mean, then those things got shut down. It just turned into heroin. And then all of a sudden we're junkies. You know what I mean? It's just, right. it was quick, but, uh, so that took up eight years of my life, you know, completely controlled by that shit. I mean, I was a good kid in school and everything. And yeah, I, I got to be the kid that my parents all changed the lock on their doors. I mean, I was the older, I was the role model to all my little brothers. I have three little brothers, you know, then it got to the point where, I stole all their shit. They didn't want to see me, you know, everyone was disgusted with me. And then it was like, oh, I was on that self-destructive path because it's like a domino effect. You know what I mean? It's like, try to get clean after you, after you broke that boundary of stealing from a loved one to get your fix. Then it's like even harder when you try to kick, cause you're more vulnerable and feel like shit. You know what I mean? And then it's like, you just, oh, I'm just a piece of shit anyways. I'll just push everyone away. It's like, you just keep going down that, that spiral. It's crazy, man. Um, but anyways, long story short, getting out of that, you know, I was in and out of treatment centers a lot, detox centers, and uh, and had a really supportive circle in my corner. My wife, I'm, I mean, I'm with my wife right now. We have our second child on the way, and we've been together for 12 years. She's a normie, never done drugs. She's stuck by my side through everything. But uh, even all that, it's not enough. You know what I mean? They could all fucking be there in your corner and and, you know, I'm crying there and, and, you, and you're like, I really want to change, you know, and you'd mean it. But then it's like, then that shit fades away and you start to get sick again. And you're like, by any means, I have to just get normal so I could think about getting clean. It's so twisted and ass backwards. You know what I mean? No, then you go get what by any means necessary, stealing from them or whatever again. But then you come, then you want to hang back out with them again, because now you're normal. It's like anything to get you out of that misery. But yeah, man, all that you know, family, sad tears, none of that was ever enough to get me clean. But then, uh, honestly, my writing, man, like my last time in jail, I was, uh, I got put on felony probation for two years and, uh, I was there for three months. Then I got straight out and went to a, a DOC treatment center for two months. And I started just writing poetry in there, man, like detailed poetry about like, and it's funny. Cause I kind of was going against the grain, you know, everybody like your rehab counselors and shit, like a big word they use is trigger right. like, Oh, don't, don't say, you know, that's triggering. Don't talk about certain things that'll trigger people. But my deal was maybe I'm a different breed, but I, the devil's in the details, man. I needed to fucking marinate in those details. You know what I mean? Just to know I, where I didn't want to go back. I mean, 
I could tell you stories for hours, but I mean, eight years on the streets shooting dope, you know, it's like, and I tried to get clean a lot of times and it's like, dude, it's a miracle that something finally clicked, you know, who knows it's different for everybody, but yeah, right. Writing in depth about that shit just keeps me, keeps me good, man. You know? And even like, you know, that fake it till you make it shit. You hear people say fake it till you make it. And I hated that saying at first, but, uh, there's truth to it. Cause like I got out of, so I did the three months in jail, two months in treatment. That was five months off the streets. So that was, I was finally in a good spot in my head. So I had a year and a half more of my felony probation at that point, you know, check-ins with the UAs and everything. So I wasn't going to fuck that up, but, uh, in the back of my head, I had reservations. You know what I mean? I'm like, I know once I'm done, like once I'm off paper and everything, I'm going to figure out a way to get, you know, to fill that void. No one understands. This is a relationship that no one gets, you know, it's the only thing that fulfills me. You know, it's like my wife, none of that, but it's just crazy, man. Consistency. Like it takes a long time to connect your receptors back, especially after all that use eight years. Like it don't happen overnight, you know, but thank God I was on probation for another year and a half. Cause through that whole year and a half in the back of my head, I'm like, as soon as I'm off, dude, I'm figuring out a way to fucking, you know, have my cake and eat it too, pretty much. Right. And then, yeah, I don't know, man. It was right around that time I got off probation and I literally, I didn't want to use anymore. And I wasn't trying to stay clean to appease anybody else. It was my, you know, things finally clicked back. Like I literally wasn't trying to fight it no more. Like I genuinely did not want to use for me. Like you gain back that self-love, you know what I mean? That shit takes time, dude. I mean, I'm talking about literally fucking years. And if I didn't have prison time hanging over my head, I don't know if I would have been strong enough to, to quit it, you know? But uh, yeah, I, I just can't out there listening on that level just consistency man like i give you know, your wife a lot of props like an eternity when you're trying to get clean i mean think of two years that seems like impossible but mm-hmm. dude once the breakthrough happens it's fucking there i mean i was the least dependable dirtbag piece of shit stealing anybody left their wallet on the counter purse anything i was checking it for money like no matter what dude i was the worst you know and then i mean people look up to me now people call me for advice yeah. you know yeah i just gotta keep i give your wife a lot of props that she she's you you have a very you're blessed in that that aspect because most most women wouldn't but she saw something in you and still sees something in you and you know not to be you know all teary-eyed but man that's a beautiful thing you know to find love that powerful and you know, for like sure. I said she she stood by your side even though you were doing this, and and you know now look at you. You know you have your your house, you have you know a kid and a kid on the way, and, and you know I have, know it's, you, have, you have the dream. And it's like you know not I'm not you know with I'm sure we probably have the same type of um, understanding t- to some sense on the higher power thing. You know, like don't think it's the guy that they depict and the Bible or anything per se, but I think the higher power is just something that, well, we as humans can't comprehend, but just us all working together on that level of consciousness, you know what I mean? And just like a higher power that we can't fathom, you know, like, but if that's not a fucking sign of that, some bigger miracle making, I don't know what it is, dude. Like all those years too, like I didn't get my wife pregnant, you know, we had unprotected sex the whole time. I was out and out, you know, I'd be gone for months, come back. And then, you know, I, I get my shit together. Then we have our son, you know, like 
it's just everything happened how it was supposed to, man. And now I'm finally able to provide for them. You know, she's able to stay at home and I work. She's, she just got a real estate license. She's going to start selling houses now, but yeah, man. I mean, that shit didn't happen overnight. I didn't have my license for two years from DUIs. You know, I'm freaking taking an Uber to Portland to work both ways. So that's like 60 bucks a day just to go to work. You know, I mean, some people would just be like, I, I can't do that. I can't fucking pay that. You know, it's like, well, yeah, it sucks, but you got to do what you got to do. Now it's behind me, you know, like. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to put words to, to hearing something like that. You know what I mean? Like you, you make it work like 60 bucks, you know, just to go to work. You know what I mean? Like everybody else is like, oh man, it took, you know, I got to fill up the gas tank to go to work or whatever. And don't really think, okay, so I put gas in my car and it got me there all week. They don't sit there and calculate the daily expense of that. And, you know, you're sitting there saying, you know, I'm taking an Uber there and an Uber back. And, and, you know, it well, very inconvenient. Right. But it's like, if you, you want it, you want it. Like, and especially in that state of mind or that stage of recovery, you know, you're, you have that victim mindset, you you know, you're real, real quick to be like, Oh, like, you know, poor me, everything, you know, nothing's working out in my favor. And yeah, it's not, you, you fucking made your bed with that, but now it's time to dig yourself out of that hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I, I touched on it in the beginning in the intro. I, I also had a, a cousin who battled with, with heroin for, um, a while and then he got clean and he was doing really good. He had a kid and him and his baby's mom, you know, they lived together and then all of a sudden something happened. I don't, I don't, they weren't getting along. So he moved back in with his dad. And within a week, I remember getting a phone call that, um, his dad found him, you know, dead in in, on the living room floor. And that was right when fentanyl was coming out and hitting the, the scene real hard everywhere. And I, I just think he thought, you know, I'm going to do it and do the dose that I, knew that he could handle back then and you know it could have been laced with fentanyl and people are like well doesn't that make you sad i said yeah it does make me sad but at the end of the day you have to look at it in a rational sense and it can sound very cold-hearted but he chose that that was his choice to do and you know i'm sad that he's gone but that's that's the risk that one takes with that you know what i mean and i even told my wife that about our, our, our stepson you know and she's like, that's kind of cold. I said, I know, but that's the only way you're going to be able to cope with that. If something like that actually ever does happen, because it's, it's not it's your bad. fault. Yeah. For, for sure, man. Well, it's like, look at, you know, it's like, cool. I've had this inspiring path up to now, but what if that was my story five years back? You know what I mean? It's like, it would have been sad, but you would, it's like, that's just the end. Like, yeah, you made like at that choice at that point, I would have made my own choice. You know, like, I mean, there was many times that I was relapsing and it's like, I, I knew in my head right then, like this could be it, you know, but that that's scary about the fentanyl shit, man. Just cause it's, it's so much more unpredictable. I had a, my cousin just recently, we literally just sent him off out of town for it. And I was the one to call him out on it out of the family. Cause I just, you know, see the attitude shift yep. argumentative all of a sudden, like, wanted to just prove his point over anything. And it's like, dude, fuck, like what's up with you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was the same thing. It was those blues. They're pressing those blues with fentanyl now or whatever is the new thing. And it scares the hell out of me, man. Cause yeah, you don't, you're not, it's not a prescription pill, you know, that who knows how they're pressing those, but it's like a, I'm assuming it's a big bulk of powder and you could have 
three of them that are way like less saturated with fentanyl and then one's just got all of it in it right like yeah yeah i i just heard today um i think it's texas passed a passed a law that uh they are no longer listing uh um fentanyl as an overdose they're they're now going to start listing in it as a, a a poisoning so maybe that's a you know a step in the right direction maybe to help get it off the street i don't know i mean there's so many right. laws on the books that you know they they always try to pass new laws it's like well what's wrong with enforcing laws that we had before and and, and giving them time to work but you know and and then that goes back to you know the whole war on drugs and the government and the cia all part of the especially the cia i mean we weren't in afghanistan for fucking weapons of mass destruction we were there for fucking poppy fields you know what i mean and it's like you know, watching it now i mean it's a it's a series but have you ever heard of snowfall i've heard of it i haven't watched it it's pretty good it's like loosely based around the 80s crack ep- epidemic but like you know the cia operative he has like a covert mission he's trying to stop the war on communism in south america so he's bringing all this pure coke from columbia into compton and that's when the crack epidemic epidemic started you know what i mean and like mm-hmm. to, to cause a big war on drugs over here for a bigger plan but it's like dude that was all like fun done by the cia bringing all yeah. that pure shit over the lines like man that's that's the government doing that yeah and and the a normie that that isn't into you know things that like you and i might look into um on aspects like that it's like no the government would never do that the fuck they wouldn't dude like if you still think 9-11 happened because some some fucking Arab was sitting in a cave plotting this out, I want what you're smoking because apparently it just dumbs you to everything that bad in the world and you don't want to fucking face reality because that was that Dude. was well well I do structural construction I do construction, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just for well, you've seen that the the slowdown, I'm sure, of when it hits, those windows are blowing out below level by level, yeah. dude. Like it was explosives. And then also like the infrastructure of that building, like the steel and shit for how big they were, dude, there was so much metal and just a, for the core of that thing and just how it just crumbled to the ground. Like, I mean, demolition. I know all that fuel and shit, but I mean, come on, you, you telling me that metal all just burned to the ground like that, just in, like so smooth like that. No way. Like there was other shit involved. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, and we're not alone on that. You know what I mean? And yeah. that can go into, okay, it was done for, you know, a sacrificial ritual to br- usher in some kind of new time. You know, th- these, these elites believe, you know, we may not believe in some of this magic with a K, but, but they do. And the fact that they believe in it, you know, it, <laughs> you, you got to kind of stop and be like, well, if they believe in it, um, maybe it is being done for certain reasons and we may not understand it. Dude, they're into some weird shit, bro. Like you can't, deny the fact like what the hell bohemian grove mm-hmm. that's yeah. weird like even like those have you seen the spiritual cooks they do oh yeah with uh uh bramovich uh what first name yeah and what? now um lady gaga's like her little understudy oh really yeah. that honestly surprised me with the, the meat suit and shit mm-hmm. or the meat dress at the red carpet that one time yeah, there's some, there's some crazy shit. I just saw a video. I don't know how long ago it was, but um, I, I didn't recognize the woman um, that came up to Gaga. They were like, it looked like a, you know, one of those events. It might have been an award event or whatever. But she walks up and she 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 throws Lady Gaga the devil signs. And 
Gaga turns and, and does it right back to her and they just kind of smile and go their own way. And it's like, man, that's some witchy shit. Like, oh, yeah, it's like, oh, you know, no, they're just like, yep. Yep. Like, you know, yeah, I get it. You know, that that's part of rock, you know, but, you know, they've taken everybody evil has taken symbols that meant something good and and turned it into bad. I mean, the swastika at one time did not mean what, what you know, it is now associated right. with. You know, the little pedophile circle wasn't, you know, that way it, it wasn't meant for pedophile. And now it is pizza. Now it is. You know what I mean? They do it with yeah. everything. I, I, how things change. I know it's it's so weird. Hey, can I, uh, can I run and take a leak real quick? Yeah, I'll, I'll pause this and uh, yeah. Do two seconds. I drink. All right. So, uh, yeah, where were we? I don't know. Sorry about that. Yeah, the coffee. Shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, it does, it, where, it does, man. I've been really into those yerbs lately. Have you ever had a yerba mate? No. See, you're out where, where coffee is like really big. You know, obviously Starbucks, you know, you know, up in Seattle, Washington, or down for you, wherever. Um, but, right. uh, <laughs> and, you know, coffee's kind of big around here, but every everybody around here is like, it's either Dunkin' Or Starbucks and and it's a clash of heads. It's like no, Dunkin's better. No, Starbucks is better. No, this and it, I'm me. I, I'm a vet. I, I'm used to the shittiest black coffee there there is. So you know for sure to me it's like <laughs> whatever you know you have have your 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 stuff. Just give me a shitty black coffee. Right. Yeah. That's funny, man. Yeah. I'm pretty. I'm not picky with it either, man. I, I like it black. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I remember learning how and and. It, and I remember I had a high school teacher. It was my senior year, actually. And he would he was talking coffee in in one day. And he's like, yeah, I used to drink it with creamer and sugar. And then I just said, you know, I'm just going to try it for for two weeks black. And he goes, I've never looked back. You know, it, I, I like the taste of it. Well, when I got it out of basic training and went into tech school and everything, you know, it was coffee, sugar, you know, anything to hide that bitter taste, you know. And then For I sure. get to my first duty station, you know, you go to the coffee place to get coffee. And then half the time there was no sugar or there was sugar and no cream or there was cream and no sugar or it was completely out. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take my teacher's advice and just try drinking a black. Right. I haven't looked back. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is the point, man. Same, even like with this, usually I'll just do like a triple shot of espresso. That's yeah. one, one thing and it's gone. You know what right. I mean? But then you're kind of up and running. Oh yeah, that's like uh, I was telling you before before we started recording about uh, I I have that mushroom coffee. Um, not going to mm -hmm. mention their name just because they're. I reached out to see if they'd sponsor me. I'm too I'm too small, I guess. So whatever. But maybe one day. But man, I, I drink one cup of that in the morning, and dude, I I'm I'm good to go. Like I can't even like I had a cup yesterday, and it, you know on a Saturday I was like, no, there's not much going on why don't I just fucking take a nap? Cause I can't no, not tired. Couldn't, you know, brains just go. I was like, well, so today I, I didn't have a cup and I was, I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can take a nap and see if that was what was, you know, the cup. Yeah. I fucking, I crashed hard. <laughs> I was like, nice, but it, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. That's, that sounds nice for sure. Dude. I heard there's this coffee. Uh, it's like from bat poop. Have you, have you seen that? It's yeah. like the most expensive in the world or something yeah there was one at one time this was years ago that they they would uh 
they would have monkeys eat eat it and then they would pick it out of their poop and yeah clean the bean or something and then brew it and oh, i was like no it, I'm, it's I'm not a, yeah i'm not drinking a coffee that came out of some <laughs> monkey's ass sorry uh that's funny but uh so uh tell me a little bit about um your your journey on what it was like because i i watched one of your one of your videos and i never knew this about it you know i i knew what dope sick was uh i did work in juvenile corrections for you know a few years long ago and you know every once in a blue moon you know they'd bring a kid in and you know he was going through dope sickness you know coming down you know and it, it it's not fun to watch by any means i couldn't imagine being the one going through it but you, you were mentioning something about um running running the bath water so it's so hot to to calm your legs from oh you know, yeah and and, oh. and all that like it, that, let, that's let literally... the listeners hear that because i i never knew that you know what i mean and i i had seen kids go through that anybody i mean well not anybody most people should know too that have kicked opiates man like it's yeah it's brutal i mean that's the only that was literally like just my whole like routine through you know the whatever day or two i was going through that shit but uh yeah i mean running it scolding hot and you'd just be sitting on the edge of the bathtub with because your legs are so restless man i don't know how to explain it it's like your body's so exhausted you don't I mean, you feel like lead, like a thousand pounds. You don't have the energy to get up. Your back feels broken. You ever had a really bad flu? Like mm -hmm. when, if like there's like lead weight in your lower back and it's like, you're crunched over. Yeah. It's bad, but it's, it's way worse. Cause the same time you're restless, you know what I mean? You're that exhausted. Like you have no energy to move just completely fatigued, but at the same, your legs, it's like, dude, your bone, like your shins and your kneecaps and shit feel like they just want to grow out of your skin. Like you just, like, you just need to run them like a mile, you know, just get it out of your legs. Ooh. Like, it's like, it's, it's just like all this energy or something is just like, just fluttering in there. And it's just like, you're just kicking them as hard as you can. So anyways, when you go to the bathtub, you know, just that hot ass water, just like, it just numbs them for a minute. You don't feel it. You know what I mean? And then that's like the only time I could find peace, man. Like I'd be able to, I'd get out and then, you know, it's like your legs are beat red. Right. And uh, it would jello them though. You know what I mean? Then I'd be able to sleep for like 20 minutes and then you just wake back up, just kicking, hoping, <laughs> hoping the hot water's back. You know what I mean? Like, right. fuck. yeah. Like, like I said, you know, watching someone go through it and, and, you know, but, but hearing someone describe exactly, you know, like you're, you're saying, you know, it felt like your bones just wanted to come out of your skin and, 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 and run. People don't understand that. You know what I mean? And I'm not, neither one of us are here to to promote doing this but we want we want to bring awareness to you know what it is that 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 individuals such as yourself actually go through when trying to kick that process and why why it is so hard because you know everybody you know that's never done it can be like well just stop fucking doing it well it's not that fucking easy you know i, I heard it's, someone it, else I, say if you think addiction is so easy to kick Put your fucking iPhone down for 24 hours and try not to fucking look at it. I bet you, you can't. It's the same fucking thing. Only it's not a chemical in your body. It, it, it's the addiction of looking and the dopamine feeling you're getting uh, when, when you see someone like your shit. You know what I mean? Uh, it, addiction's hard, no matter what it is. For sure. But it's crazy. You know, I, I stress this a lot, too. Like, it, there's not, it, it is brutal. And, like, obviously, if you're just sitting there trying to get clean by yourself, odds are you're going to go out and fold and get, get a bag or whatever. But... You know, like when we just helped my cousin get clean, he, 
it's like, if you're super sick and you really want to get clean, it's like, he, he didn't even have the energy to go try to, you know, it's like, he was out stranded at our house. Like he would have had to have walked 10 miles. It's like, he couldn't even have walked out the door or go piss. You know what I mean? So it's like, but dude, and I mean, a lot of people are forced to, to go through withdrawals, you know, you get locked up or you go to treatment or, you know, whatever, but staying clean, man, that's the hard part. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like people, that's where people fuck up a lot is like, you need to get your ass in gear right after getting clean. And that's, what's hard is like, you know, you feel like, oh, I just did the, I just accomplished it. I'm through the withdrawals. Well, that's, that's the easy part, you know? Cause then like my cousin, that's what he was doing. You know, he got clean the first time and then like, it was like three weeks. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And, you know, he was just chilling, you know, smoking, smoking weed, which nothing wrong with weed, whatever you're chilling, you know, you're not out there running amok, but you're not doing nothing either. You know, an idol's hands are the devil's playground, dude. Yep. You know, you're just sitting there stewing in your head, fucking missing it, knowing, knowing what's out there. It's like, as hard as it is, you just have to get your ass in gear, man. Like, and, and that's, that's something I had the ability to do for some reason. And I know it's not as easy for everybody, but just to to be my own discipline. You know what I mean? Just to push myself. And even though I didn't want to, well, and the, the DOC shit, like I said at first, you know, like getting up every day, going to my construction job. It's like, I had to prove to them I had a job. It's like, I didn't want to, you know, part of me is like, it's almost worth it just to say, fuck it and go on the run. I do not want to get out of bed right now. You know, that's the thing too. You're all night. Even when you get through the withdrawals, man, like your sleep patterns are fucked for like a couple months, you know, you'll, you're just, awake every hour on the hour and then finally when you're able to like knock out is right when you're supposed to get up you know what yeah. i mean and you're like shit dude and then you like just no motivation to get out the door but you got to push through that shit it goes away you know like you can 
it, it, it's not fucking easy. That's why a lot of people fail and don't do it. And you see him living in tents and shit right now. Yeah. But it's positive. It just, it takes a lot of fucking digging deep. You know, I, I, people say you can't get addicted to, to marijuana. You can to a degree. Um, when I got out of the military, I, I was like, oh, cool. I can, I can smoke. So obviously this was way before it was legal for medical reasons. And now it's in certain States it's legal for recreational use as well. And I think it, I think it should be, I, you know, I, I would much rather roll a joint or smoke a bowl than, than come home and have a beer or whatever. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, but I, I needed to not smoke and in order to get a decent job, you know, because any, any decent job, especially I, I have a CDL. So I'm, I'm actually in the building trades myself. I'm the guy that will bring shingles and boom them up to the roof. You know what I mean? So oh, that badass swivel boom on the back of your truck and shit. Yeah. 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 Dude, I do. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> so, I know what you're talking about. So long story short, uh, you know, my wife, well, she was my girlfriend at the time. She's like, you know, she, she was a big help. She's like, you need to get rid of it. And I, I remember just finally I, I had somehow taped my bowl and what little weed I had left on the end of a, an old arrow. And I, I launched it with my, my bow just fucking right. into the woods. And I, I never looked back and, you know, there was some time, you know, it was like, well, how am I going to, you know, listen to the music that I used to lo- listen to what, you know, when, when I would smoke, because, you know, it would right. smoke and puts you in a different frame of mind. And, and I'm all for that. I, I trust me. It, it, I don't even know why a natural herb is fucking illegal. It, it's beyond retarded at this point, you know, it's 2022, yeah, but you know it, but, and that's just a small, you know what I mean? So like going sure. and, and trying to get off even, even, alcoholics you know that's hard you know they go through the detail but there is no addiction i do not believe in my heart no addiction harder to to kick than uh an opioid addiction you know what i mean yeah it's it's so strong something about it man well well, alcohol the the thing with alcohol withdrawals they can kill the alcohol and benzo withdrawals can kill you because you can have like a grand mal seizure from them but i agree with what you're saying because like there's just there's there's a different component in the opiates man like they just add a vulnerability to you you know they just make you more of like pardon my language but a bitch like you know what i mean like once you're like really once it's got you by the balls dude like i mean i I was such a weak dude like if you could have seen me back then you know i mean crying please just give me ten dollars like that type of shit like oh man you know that's it's a very common theme for the heroin addict it just it weak and your morale. And I mean, totally the morale is out the window. You know, you do shit you could never think of before. And yeah, it's, it's a different demon, man, for sure. I agree. Yeah. And before I even, you know, before it hit home, you know, with my oldest stepson, I used to be that dude that would be on social media laughing at at people recording people nodding out at a store or sitting there, you know, being, you know, high as a fucking kite. And now after going through that, you have a different outlook on it. And it's like, man, instead of recording them, do something to help. You know what I mean? Ultimately, they don't want to be in that state. You know, they For sure do because your body's telling you, I need that. I need that. But mentally, it's like they would do anything just to get to break free of those chains. For sure. 
yeah, it's, it's, it's just hard helping a heroin addicts is hard, man. You know, cause like, that's like what you're saying, you know, I've had my, I've been in that situation and had my mom and my wife and all those people, you know, save me from these times where I look, you know, and where I was, that's, what's so hard too. You, you, you become such a good actor, you know, I mean, how hard would it be if you're loved someone you love so much is literally like pleading. You say, I, I don't want this anymore. I promise. I swear to God, I'll never do it again. You know? And it's like, they need it at that time. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, you know, then fuck dude. It's just all of a sudden it creeps back up. It's like the silence and the, just that gap of time comes back in and you just start to stir in your head and you're like, and you just justify and rationalize shit. You know what I mean? You're like, uh, oh, it's just crazy. I don't know. Yeah. And you mentioned something earlier that, you know, when you're in rehab and, and, and counselors, you know, it, cause that was kind of a little part of what I, I did too. I, I did help with drug, drug, drug addiction. And I wasn't a drug addiction, a drug counselor, but right. I, I was like someone that would help with that, you know, okay. Kind of like their homework or whatever. And, uh, sure. and a grief and loss counselor and what have you. But, uh, you know, y- you mentioned triggers and you, you watch the one video and I'll, I'll let you, you plug, plug the song because it's yours. And, and I think I text you, I think it's, you know, right now it's my favorite song that you put out. Um, but you have, you have a needle sticking in, in your scully or beanie, whatever, whatever oh, yeah. part of the word world you live in, you know, out here, we just call them scullies. So, but you know, to, to somebody else, my God, they would see that as a recovering person and be like, Oh my God, that, that, you know, that, that would trigger them. But you put that trigger right in your own fucking face to say, fuck you. You don't control me anymore. Dude. You're so right, bro. That's, that's funny. My mom. So my mom, like my, you know, my family, we, we've all, it's, it's, it's fucking hereditary. Our family's had a whole, you know, problem with addiction for sure. But, uh, my mother too, you know, she, she was 14 years clean and sober when I was growing up. Um, and then, you know, so I used to go to NA meetings and conventions with her growing up and stuff. And me and her are like that. I mean, we're best friends. And then uh, after I started using, she relapsed and we kind of, you know, went down that road together for a while. It was pretty, uh, it was pretty hectic, but uh, you know, she's got over five years clean now, but she said that too. When she saw that music video, she was like, Oh God, she couldn't even look at it. You know, she, we share the same type of past, but she was like, how did you do She was like, what are you doing? How'd you do that? I'm like, dude, I got to make it real. Like that's, that was me. I have yeah. to play the part. And I wouldn't if it, man, yeah, yeah. And I know that I'm a different breed with that too, but that shit, it literally doesn't trigger me, man. Yeah, yeah like it, you said, like what? Like you will not fucking get me again. Like, like you, I there, dare. There's even there's a no part way. in the video, I don't mean to cut you off, but you're sitting on a toilet acting like you're heating up a fucking spoon. Like, you know what I, I mean? Know. I'm just like, and you know what? This crazy, guy's got bro? fucking heart. Dude, that bathroom is the bathroom I used to fix in all the time. That's in Washougal. Like that, I, that's literally, I used to be locked in that bathroom for hours. And that was a little surreal doing that, you know, but I was like, but at the same time, it motivates me because I'm like, dude, I'm making my music. I'm fucking, I'm being a voice and a perspective in hip hop that no one's really brought, you know, like, I, I feel like that's the angle I have if, if it finally, you know, blows up, you know, everybody's been talking about drugs and drug dealing and all this shit, but it's like, who comes in on the technical side, like rapping from the junkie perspective like that? You know what right. I mean? Like and sure. Eminem you know, said a bunch of funny shit, you know, sniffing biking in and fucking all the, you know, all this shit. But it's like, I don't think he was out there living on the street, slamming dope for years. You know what I mean? No, not at all. It's, I don't know. It just brings a different perspective. Like, you know, I'm not bullshitting. Shit was right. real. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I'm like, when I sent you that message 
I think it was last night or the night before. I was just like, dude, this this is my favorite song right now. You know, I I I love it. Oh, yeah. And uh, just watching it, I'm just like, man, this this dude has got the biggest set of balls and the biggest fucking heart, <laughs> and and is really staring his demons and saying, "Fuck you! You have no control over me anymore. You can go suck yeah. someone else's dick now." Fuck yeah, dude! Thank you for saying that. Yeah, that that means the world, man. It's that means a lot. It, it, part of me feels like, damn, am I being rude? Like showing, you know, doing that for my other recovering buddies that see it. But it's like, no, I mean, if it really bothered them, you know, don't see, but there's gotta be people like me out there. Right. That want to look that grit right in the face. And that is the power that gives them the power to be like, fuck never again. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it was like. Yeah. Like, and I'm, I'm kind of the same way, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm quitting something or if someone wrongs me in, in, in life, it's a it's a complete fucking jam out. You know what I mean? No, yep. fuck you. You're dead. Yep. You're dead to me, sure. and I'll do anything to make you dead to me. You know? Yeah. And it, it, like you said, maybe we're different breeds. You know, it, it it takes you know it takes a unique person. I mean, I I, I contribute mine coming you know from a military background. You know, when my wife and I got together, you know, she she was in a very toxic relationship where it was screaming, yelling, throwing shit. You know physical and this and that and then she gets with someone like me that okay it takes a lot to piss me off but when i do get pissed off okay yeah then i i bark and yeah okay you know you get pissed but yeah ultimately when i get mad i just don't fucking talk it's like no i'm not even fucking putting my energy into a fucking argument you know what i mean my wife and i had an argument a couple weeks ago over something stupid and i I just i was like you know what no and I just continued to be happy-go-lucky ghost and still treated her nice, you know, cooked dinner or yep. whatever. And and eventually, I, without saying it, you know, because this is how it always works, but she'll come around. Okay, yeah, you know, you know, I you love You ghosted. Yeah, I ghost no. her. Yeah, it, but I could sit in the same fucking room and not even talk. It's like I'm not putting the energy into that. It, it, it's that's not better. worth it everyone a chance yeah man i mean we've all done that and you know that's ego ruins everything it's all ego fueled when you feel like you gotta prove your point or whatever but it's so good to sit on your hands or you know bite your tongue and stuff for a minute dude i'm not even bullshitting you when i was in the shower before i got on here with you i literally thought it reminds me of what you were just talking about um i think i've made it up at least i don't that i just literally thought of this in the shower dude stop stop projecting your energy and start protecting your energy you know what i mean instead of like it kind of like leads into what you were just saying, you know, stop taking the time to like, Oh, I got to prove this or whatever. It's like, that shit's exhausting. Cause at the end of the day, like whoever you're talking to odds are, they're still going to think what they're going to think. And you just walk away pissed, you know, like, it's like, dude, fuck that. Like, yeah, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? And, and there's so many people out there. And, and I think that's where um, a lot of people tend to go down those dark rabbit holes and, and get addicted to to different drugs because they they focus so much on the negativity and uh you know and and it's easy to do because it, it's an easy energy to feed off of if if good energy was easy to feed off of everybody would be fucking happy all the time you know what i mean it's easy to get pissed you know it's it's you know you stub your toe you get pissed you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> you, you you fucking don't nail a nail right you get pit you know For stupid sure. shit but when you do something good, it's like, okay, yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing you, you, you it, it. There's no like, I don't know. It's like an automatic. It, okay, I did it, but I'm supposed to do it. So don't, don't congratulate well, yourself. 
dude. Like it keeps flowing in that positive wave. You know what I mean? And, and same with like, you're saying, if you get all bent out of shape, cause dude, I'm nailing shit every day at work and, and I've done that, you know, like bent the nail five times for whatever reason. It's like, fuck. it's like when you get mad like that, it's a domino effect. You keep fucking up and fumbling and you know, it's just like, just, you got to reset and breathe for a minute. Like yeah. I, I, a couple years ago, this is before I really started focusing more on, like you said, protecting your energy and, you know, going down more of a, uh, a road of spirituality instead of, you know, believing what I grew up with, you know, with, with the Bible and, and the whole Jesus story and every modern religion that was created by, by man. Um, you know, I, I started realizing, you know, and I look back at, we had hail damage out here and we were working like 60, 65 hours a week and, you know, six days a week, having a day off, coming back in. But the, the smallest thing that of a mistake, because no, nothing was getting done, you know, you're, you're running around with your chick, like a chicken with your head cut off. So you start making a mistake and then you start getting angry. And then that leads to another mistake and another mistake. And it just starts snowballing, snowballing, snowballing. And then looking back on it and, and where I am now, it's like, you know, I wish I could have knew what I know now and, and, and applied it then. But, you know, I, I, I just don't let shit like that piss me off. You know, it, yeah, you have you, know, you always have that one guy at work that just, you know, you're always picking up slack for whatever. And, uh, you know, others, other people get, you know, get pissed off and, and it's justified. But, you know, I just it is what it is, you know, and, and it's sad to say I. And I think, you know, whatever, I'm not going to say I'm not ever going to get mad. You know what I mean? Because right. I'm human. You know what I mean? It, it, I, I'm, I'm flawed, you know? So, right. Right. but yeah, you know, I work on protecting that and, and pushing out that positive energy and just be like, look, like my, my wife, she came home a month ago and was like, oh my God, they only took 200 and some dollars out all year for my federal taxes. We're fucked. And she was freaking out. And I looked at her. I said, babe, it is what it is. If we have to pay in, we have to pay in. There's no sense of getting yourself all worked up over this because there's nothing we can do about it now. You just have to fill out another W-4 form and 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 go about it. But don't sit here and dwell on it. If we pay in, we pay in, whatever. Well, the accountant called and, and last night and she's like, you know, your taxes are done. I said, so how, how, how much do we have to owe? And she goes, actually... You saved your wife because uh, they were only taking one percent out of her. They were taking they're taking thirteen percent out on you, and you covered it. So you're actually getting a little bit of a refund. And I was like, "Oh, cool, awesome, sweet, and I, yeah." And I told yeah. my wife, and she's like, "Oh, really?" She's like, "Oh," I said, "See, what did I tell you? Don't yeah. don't fucking put any energy into it. It's just not worth yeah. it." For sure. I don't know why I went off on a tangent. I apologize. No, no, you're so right, dude. That that that. Yeah. I mean, when you get all frantic and shit, that just spirals in. And I, I'm the worst with that, man. I've done it so many, like, I need to practice what I preach. I can sit here and say it. It's easy to practice or preach that shit. You know what I mean? And even like you're saying, like, you know, slowing down and not getting it. Like when you have somebody and you're in an outsider perspective, helping them with it, being like, Hey, don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, at least for me, it's like, then I realized, dude, I need to practice a little bit of that. Cause then I'll get caught up in my own shit and snap quick. You know what I mean? It's like, when you see someone else do it, you're able to like give them advice quickly, but it's like, you get caught up in yourself too. Sometimes, you know, absolutely. I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. And, and you have, yeah. to, you have to start re realizing, uh, 
I don't want to say triggers, but the signs, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. I'm starting to get this way. Stop it right now. And, and don't let it go any further. And it, it is easier said than done. Trust me. You know, I, I, I get yeah. people all the time. They're like, dude, how, how are you? Like, I'm not saying I'm Zen and like, Oh, hit, you know, it's just like, dude, it takes a lot of fucking work to get where I'm at. You know what I mean? When I was younger, I was, yeah. I was a fucking hothead. You know, I would get pissed at the smallest drop of stupid shit and want to fight everybody. And now I'm, I'm going to be 45 next weekend. And I'm in a state where, Hey, why why get pissed you know it is what it is you know you, you can't worry about it see and that's not an overnight thing dude and you no. can't even picture it happening back it, it's just it's just we all evolve in our you know we're all on different levels you know like me with my addiction shit it's like you know and you with with what you're talking about like it's not an overnight thing but it's just chipping away slowly at it you know like what I read this thing from like a monk or something it said it doesn't matter how fast you go as long as you don't stop exactly you know what i mean yeah. like that, that that's so that true badass. dude because it, it it's a destination it's not a race it's a dust it, and it, it, you have to constantly travel you have to constantly check yourself you know and you you said earlier ego ego is your worst enemy and yeah. pe people need to stop and do do ego work and or what people call shadow work because your ego at the end of the day wants you a certain way and once you start learning how to break those chains, you know, your ego is going to fight you. But if you, if you don't let it win, you're ultimately going to be in a better state of mind and, and health, you know, all around. Yeah, definitely. man. I agree. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this has been good, bro. I feel like this is the best pod. Like, it's just this has just been flowing nice. Nice. I, like, let's keep going, man. I'm I'm down to talk. I I could sit here and talk to you for a while. So, <laughs> bro, for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. You see the flur? Did you see what happened on the flur camera? Did you see that that little pill capsule that flew out? Like, that's like the new thing, like with UFO shit. Like, I know it's kind of like was, random. Is that thing. the Navy? Navy yeah. footage? Yeah. 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 Absolutely got out of the water dude it flew it like it went from zero to eighty thousand feet above sea level in less than a second like what yeah, yeah. and I, I had a i had a guest on uh, well i just released the episode actually um ron weed he he he, he runs the imaginary the imaginarium of thought podcast uh it's a newer one um okay. but he, he he's had some weird experiences his dad was um a navy corpsman but uh, there's speculation he might have been attached to you know like some navy seal type shit you know if you listen to a story and this and that but uh we were we were having a talk it could have been on that episode or one of i do a, a round table every friday called talk at a tavern and uh they're very lengthy but it's a whole bunch of different podcasters get together and, and the topics just go off the chart you're just like pfft fuck i you know i've i've had other podcasters in there you know um just from the uh just rogie uh, you know her her main thing was like aliens and stuff she barely spoke she just sat there like her mind was melting the the one the first time she was ever on the tavern and i, I messaged her and i was like are you okay she's like i've never heard half of this stuff this is so fascinating and i'm like yeah yeah it is and uh but we were talking and it's like 
uh, I brought up, I was like, well, you know, space could be fake. And with the whole Antarctica thing, I said, what if we don't explore our seas because th that is actually where this shit's going down. And, you know, you go down deep oh. enough and you can go, go under uh, these ice, ice shelves and Antarctica and get into a, a hollow earth or whatever the case may be and we're not allowed to because that's where they actually reside they don't they don't come from space they come from deep in our waters or something it was just one it's of those not, weird oh yes it's not it's not uh what is it it's not extraterrestrials they're talking about anymore it's ultra terrestrials right yes. like that are the ground and then so like you know about operation high jump mm -hmm. that's an interesting one like yep. I, I don't know his name but whatever admiral uh, was admiral bird yeah dude like come on like yeah. what yeah and they go down and it's new schwaben land uh you know yeah. and and yeah you hear it all the time the the germans lost world war ii but the nazis didn't they just disbanded and we picked them up russia picked them up other countries you know went to south america um help the nazis gave us nasa and people don't even want to give any credit to that that's werner werner von braun like hello you know, he, he was a Nazi. This guy was a piece of shit. And, oh, he started NASA, though. Oh, never a straight answer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man. It, it, yeah. It, it, may, it trips me out. Man. It's like, how, and who knows how long it's been going on. You know who I really like to listen to? You know, like Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson. Yeah. I think they're so sick, dude. I like listening to those guys a lot. Like, you know, like that Gobekli Tepley shit. It's like, you know, like mainstream archaeology and science, you know, says that Egypt, that Egypt shit's the oldest, you know what I mean? Carbon dates back, you know, the furthest back in history. And then this Gobekli Tepli shit is carbon dating 2000 years before that. Mm -hmm. And they haven't even dug it all up yet. You know what I mean? Because the frostbite or whatever. Uh, but it's just like there's so many things in the Amazon rainforest. Like they're seeing like new patterns in there that suggest like there was, you know what I mean? They were actually growing and harvesting things there. And they're like, Oh, they couldn't have because the so soil was so saturated. Well, they found that they found a way to like mix a so something with the soil to make shit grow. You know, it's like people right. have been shit for a while, but it's like, how are you going to go back? People have got their degrees on this shit. You know what I mean? Like they're digging up shit today. That's contradicting what we have written in our history. Oh, you know absolutely. what I mean? But they go back and fucking change all the curriculum and textbooks. They can't. People have got their degrees on that. They just got to stick to the narrative. It sucks. Yeah. And it, it's funny you say that. Um, do you do you smoke weed? Like, it, is that? Or yeah. Are you, okay, okay. Next time. For sure. Next time you get high and yeah. smoke a nice J, go on my YouTube page. There, there. I have a, I haven't released the audio. I think I want to release it here soon. Um, it's a good friend of mine. Um, Alan, who is Irish, but lives in England. His wife's Scottish. Anyway, this guy has like three different en engineering degrees. And I met him on Telegram probably almost two years ago now. And me and him would have all these awesome conversations. There was times I would walk away with a headache and my mind was melted. I'm just like, fuck, you know, I, I thought I knew some stuff, you know, he's bringing hammers. And so I originally wanted him to be my very first guest, but he wasn't. And, and it was for a reason, you know, everything happens for a reason because I needed to, you know, get my, my groove going and, and work out technical difficulties or whatever. And, uh, finally I had him on and he had a project that he, he had been studying for a while and it's called lines of destiny. 
and it he started at Newgrange, which most people don't know that henge very well, but it, it predates Stonehenge. And he started following the lines out from there. And it it it, it kind of starts off a little slow, but there's so much information. I mean, it, it's I think we I think it's like a three hour and 45 minute interview that we that we did so i mean don't expect to sit down and watch it all in one shot you know what i mean but well, it, it, phew, everything that we've been told complete lie. i can play it but at work there you go there you go you know what i mean yeah but the visuals because he does he has a whole slideshow presentation so like you could go back and and you know watch what he's he, he's you know pointing out and this and that and yeah it, it's just phew, you know, I, I'm, I never had a YouTube channel. Uh, I, I started one when I started this podcast, that, that video alone. And, and to me, this is big, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm not one of those YouTube content creators that have millions and millions of views, but it has like almost 6,000 views. And I was just like, holy that is fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like 6,000 motherfuckers watch this and I get comments <laughs> here and there. And, and it's like, wow. I was like, and he's working on a new offshoot project on that so hopefully you know i i can't wait to get him on to to discuss that but it took you know and i, and I sat in um on like the very first zoom presentation that he that he ever did with it you know it's just me and him and he you know just here here it is and then watching his his research grow 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 and then he finally right. just drops this fucking hammer and i'm just like oh, this damn is, this is beautiful alan this is beautiful Alan, what's his last name? Uh, Denony. Denony. D- I got Yeah. D E N N E Y. I'll check that out for sure, man. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's. You know, I'll probably indulge in it tonight after I'm about to go look truck shopping in a minute. My truck just went tits up. I just sold it yesterday, my Ford, mm. trying to get it. And I think. So, uh, you want I want I want you to plug some of your songs because I did reach out to you. I I, I don't know if you, I mean it's completely up to you if you if you want to send me one of your songs that I can put. Hell at yeah! The of- oh, dude. oh my God, Ghost! I am so sorry, dude. I just like it literally just hit my head that you told me to send you one of my favorite songs. It, it's not too late, is it? No, no, because like I said, this won't this won't come out for another couple of weeks. Um, yeah, yeah, so I can. We have I can, time. I'll, okay, cool. I can send you the one uh, that uh, that you said you liked if you want the introduction song. The 2012 Have My Ass By The Balls is Living Hell 100 Scale. Yeah, I, I can yeah. send you that one. If you want. And I, I, I might, I'll put you on the spot. If you, if you want to do it, you, you can do it. Do you want to do a little freestyle for, for the listeners just so they can yeah, hear, totally. hear something? Well, it's more, it's more of like a poem, if, if that's cool. But I wanted, yeah, I had a poem in mind. Absolutely. This do one, it, brother. Hell yeah, dude. This one's kind of been heavy on my heart lately. It's kind of relevant to the times right now and what we were talking about. Yeah. It's uh it's called One Nation Under Pharma. I live in the suburbs and commute to the city. People picket signs across the shoulder, it's shitty. I'm not giving them pity. I'm surprised they're getting any. I see the poverty and homeless scene and know the ins and outs. That's why I hear the damn excuses and it's got me filled with doubt. I'm not remorseful for my choices. You need to own your shit and voice it. Be the leader of tomorrow because tomorrow they're recruiting. And the second that you make it, there's another dozen you's and I can't influence them all. We need a pack of us to prove it. 
You come in clutch with your excuses. You couldn't tell me what's important. We got Antifa wars in Oregon while they rally for abortion. Yet the bigger root of evil is addiction. It's an organ. A whole living, breathing system. We need a fix so we support it. Keep the capillaries pumping, fill the veins with toxic substance, hierarchy, pharmaceuticals, direction, broken compass. Ventriloquist prescription, pulling strings and we're the puppets. We the people are the subject. Y'all are good at pushing buttons. We should have packed the bags for running, but we never saw it coming. Look, I want to meet the top tier 1% and ask about their luggage like the sleep they must lose daily from the evil that they summon. But then again, that'd be rhetorical. I know they're feeling nothing. It takes a certain type of breed to breed the evil they've been cutting. The industry is heating up. Addiction stats are jumping. Pharma wants what pharma gets 500 F up in the oven. Matter of fact, I got a story. Let me tell you about my cousin. Now, as I speak in hypothetics, Jim is 30 and grown. A vested union worker daily works his hands to the bone. Jim is settled with three kids. He works so wife can stay home. But when he's off of work, she screams at him. She's empty alone. He knows the way to talk her down despite her foul and nasty tone. He makes amends to raise his candy plans to keep this house a home. But then that morning came at work. Life changes fast. Before you know, he lost his focus for a minute. Miter saw right through the bone. He's on a script of 60, 30s, three months straight. He's in his zone. He went from popping pills for pain to random names saved in his phone. And now he's out of work. She kicked him out the alleyway. He roams. He's desperate for a couple points to front. No credit for a loan. A lot can change in several months. I've fucking been that guy I know. So now Jim's the guy from front of poem that picket shoulders driving home. And that leaves another kid that's stuck in traffic, passing judgment, glancing. Not knowing Jim was once a working man, how good he had it. This world is unforgiving. It's the habits that will eat you. But who's to really blame, the addict or the hand that feeds you? Boom. That, that's One Nation of Pharma. That's one of my favorites, dude. I, uh, I'm glad you did that. And, it, and it's funny that you picked that because um, I have a, a little group chat with a, a few other podcasters that um, I'm friends with. And I shared that. And I, before we even got on, I, I, I looked at my wife, she was down smoking a cigarette. I said, here, I said, this is who's coming on the show tonight. And I said, just listen to this. And I, she's like, yeah, can you bring down the laundry? I was like, yeah. So I went up, grabbed, grabbed the laundry basket, brought it down. And she just looks up at me. She goes, this guy's fascinating. He is absolutely fascinating. I love where he's coming from. And no way. yeah. And it was exactly what you just spit out was exactly what i shared to that group and and let my wife my my wife uh watch the same thing so that's so yeah. sick yeah yo it's great so i don't know i mean do you do you want to go longer or do you want to wrap it up and have things to do um, you know it's up to you yeah we can uh we can we can wrap what time is it man uh we've been going for like an hour and 15 Okay. I mean, we can go a little longer if you want. I got to get, I got to go truck shopping at like uh shit. I don't even have a clock on me. It's uh, I got to get out of here. Like three fifteen your time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we can wrap it up if you want, or I could, I could hit you with another poem or something. Yeah. Another one. Hit it. Yeah. Do it, bro. All right, dude, this one, uh, I wrote this one inspired by autumn, but, uh, I'll just say it right now. It's not really autumn anymore, but you'll catch the drift. It's called there's something in the air. 
Nostalgia comes in many forms. There's something in the air. The season breeze brings memories, which nothing can compare. The trees return from fold to bare. The leaves come down in pairs. My words are drawn out through the fog. There's something in the air. I'm stricken by the lightning. Feel a rumble from the thunder. That atmosphere's aroma smells like burnt campfire lumber. This autumn is my season. Need no reason for another. I've awoken from my slumber because there's something in the air. This time of year, I'm vulnerable. I act like I don't care. I can't desensitize my senses. Know the mode I fit is rare. But I can emphasize my sentences to show you that I care. I criticize the colors through the sky. There's something in the air. An infinite design. I'm mesmerized by all the beauty. There's something in the air that feeds my spirit, something soothing. The wind is blowing everywhere. Wind speed, it isn't cruising, but its elements inspire me. So somehow it still moves me. This landscape is surreal. It's like a reel straight from a movie. And if that logic doesn't stick with you, you'd get it if you knew me. Emotions all across the board this time of year, I'm moody. If I threw you off, excuse me, must be something in the air. There you go. <laughs> That's dope, bro. That's that. Oh man. Thanks, man. I'm telling you, you're, you're, you're going to blow up. I, I, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I feel it in my heart. Uh, Dude. Thank you so much, bro. This has been my funnest part. I've had a good time on this podcast with you, bro. I feel like we instantly revive it. It makes sense. It's the third eye podcast. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you're more than welcome to come back anytime. Just reach out. If you have something new, you want to get out and, you know, talk about, reach out. You yeah. know, I, I'm dude. I'm just a, I, I'm, I'm an everyday Joe, just like you, you know, I get up, grind it at work. And then I come home and, you know, try to hook up with an interview. You know, I, I have, I have Tommy Chong actually scheduled to come on, on the show, which I what? am. Yeah. So fucking shocked and stoked. Dude, so that- we're going to talk about some spirituality. What's that? Oh, I said, that's like, exciting and nerve-wracking for sure like that's big bro yeah i'm like i remember sneaking off when my parents were at home and watching cheech and chong movies or or listening to songs and 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 now i have the here i am gonna have him on my podcast and it's just like holy fuck you know what i mean it's like (laughs) yeah this is awesome good for you yeah things are Dude, bro, you're very, you're super genuine, man. Like this shit, this, this shit's working. I would love to come on any other time, man. Like, yeah, I'll, I mean, we could do it a regular thing. I'll come on and give you an update. I'm going to keep cruising in my shit. You know what I mean? So maybe three, six months down the road, I'll have probably a whole new bunch of shit to talk about. And Hell yeah. We'll keep it. Absolutely. And I, I am so glad I, I, I stumbled across you. I, I, and for the life of me, I, I don't know why I can't remember, but it, you you came up somehow and i started listening to your songs i started following you on ig and and digging a little deeper and i was just like man something's telling me i i I, want to have this guy on my show probably nico from upstate unconventional he's he's actually a, a friend of mine that's who it was from i bet okay yep that yep that exactly where i heard you from because yeah he 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 i've been on his show he's been on mine um he comes at to the talk of the tavern if you're ever free on a friday night um you're more than yeah. welcome to come in and 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 hang out you know people it, it's a tavern setting so 
everybody's like, oh, what's the topic? I, there's never a fucking topic. Well, what time do you start? Well, we start at 730. You can come in. You can stay for an hour. You can go do shit. You can come back and oh, I pretty much guarantee you we're going to still be there. So, <laughs> it's it, you know, it's, dope, yeah. And and I kind of yeah, threw would, it back would... to the founding fathers, you know, you know, sitting around trying to do a revolution. Not that I'm promoting one of those, but, it, you know, it's like. You know, just shit talking and talking conspiracies and 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 theories and 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 whatever. You know, it's what we do in podcasting. And, no, that's and, fun, and it's fun. So, yeah, that's. I love it, man. I would love to be a part of that. That sounds really cool. Absolutely, for sure. Um, I'll. Uh, well, you have an open invitation this week. I'll. I'll make sure. I. I'll. I'll email you. I usually email it on Friday. Yeah, usually about it. I try to do it about an hour. Uh, uh, before the show starts so it, the email doesn't get lost in people's um emails and what have you but um okay. before we wrap up plug plug away at your stuff one more time and then uh then we'll wrap up and we'll talk a little bit off the air right on man uh yeah uh again um for instagram it is uh underscore k-n-o-w-s-e-e the name is no C it's spelt how it sounds K like no C, you know, K N O W S E E. Um, you can find me same spot on YouTube. Just type in no C the actual, um, domain is youtube.com backslash C backslash no C. And then, uh, yeah, wherever you listen to music, Pandora, Apple music, any of that, I'm on there too. If you type in no C, you'll find me. I got tons of songs. Nice. And, uh, yeah, man. anybody out there that, that knows somebody that has gone through anything like this, give them a hug. And, and, and ultimately they, they want your help. And if, if people are listening and, and don't know, call, call the, call the drug addiction hotline, you know, it's 1-800-622 or 662-4357. Again, that's 1-800-662-4357. Get them help because they ultimately want it. They don't want to be in that state, you know, when someone gets sober they realize and and they don't but the addiction and the pain and and everything that they go through you you, you heard nosi talk about it you know it, they want help and it, it it is rough for them and you will see them struggle but like i said you know look where you are look where my stepson is you know it, sure. he's 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 made it through and you know there's hope for everybody and, and like you were thing. saying man, yeah look out for the signs too. You know, everybody reaches out different. I mean, some people don't reach out at all, you know, but look, look for the signs. Like you had mentioned looking for the signs earlier and that's, that's a total real thing. You know, some people are very verbal about it. Some people aren't at all. So just be aware and trust your gut, you know, our intuition serves us right a lot. So. Absolutely. And thank you for joining another episode of my third eye. And don't forget, think for yourself. Bad shit, what you read in the covenant is cap. I was bred by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Another sapien that's on the globe. Lost cold, looking for the direction, but don't nobody know. The only bit of insight that they ever sold me, I've been start to find out, doesn't really hold. Every highfalutin piece of shit hidden in a tie, high motives to align goals. 
cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole. Someone gotta die, they don't care, they itemize souls. Tit jobs from Botox to light bulbs, light bulbs in my head of where I might go. I'm on a tightrope walking this edge, and I've been wondering if anyone loves me. Shit. And I've been wondering if anyone loves me. I've been wondering if, look I've been hopping down this rabbit hole for quite some time To find lines that connect through to all their lies They normalize a real life poltergeist To trust Pfizer with a remedy to make you right The thought's sick, I'll take a chance and roll my dice Because something in my stomach isn't sitting right I wanna soul search, find a place to bring in light But I can't cause, fuck I'm batshit what you read in the covenant It's cap. You were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this Upside down system had enough of it We bad shit what we read in the covenant It's cap we were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this Upside down system had enough of it I want the power to shake shit and shift shape Tap into pineal eye without a mistake We have the power to live right and get straight But they found a way to remove this They bitch made Hey, keep on calcifying glands with your flow ride while I flow ride the valor of rhyme. I'm flying high by the seat of my pants. A beat speaking to me, know I'm talking back every chance. Hoping one day I make it overseas or to France. But in the Northwest, I trip without a traveling band. Yeah. And that's word to my cat plug. I'm higher than giraffe puss. Look what the cat drug in. Now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub. At midnight, I don't fill it up with the tap cup. Soaking in my cannabis suds. Anything for a buzz. Reclaim my residue inside of a dab jug. Peel through a fat stash, burning the last nug. I picture this dimension I don't wanna come back from. But here I am, still stuck in the bathtub. My brain fried, but honestly, I'm fine. I'd rather not have one. I'm batshit. I'm fucking bad shit, and it's your fucking fault. It's their fault. Straight up. I'm done. I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant. It's cap, you were fed by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Enough of it. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.